It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, we uh, finally got our uh, spring going yesterday. It was kind of springy for we had a little while. Day. I'll take that day for early April baseball 10 times out of 10. Well, we started the day because, uh, you know, I looked on the, the computer and it was telling me it was 56. And by the end of the ball game, it was 44. But it wasn't the 12-degree drop. It was the wind. Around the top of the third, it started getting windy in St. Clair, coming off the river and that was what made the big difference for me. That's when I was like, oh, geez, I actually have to put my coat on now. Yeah, but if you had a coat and a hat, you were fine. Um, if you knew it was going to drop like it does in Michigan, you were fine. But I was, I was really excited to see some baseball. Two really good teams, which, to be honest, you could tell it was an early April game for both of them. Like when they play one of the last games of the season, I guarantee you it's going to look a lot different we'll talk about that um our obligatory reminder about the golf outing june 25th the elks sign up page on our website uh, if you want to send send us some or uh, send us our your submission go ahead get going with that so yeah 25th we're getting prizes together right now should be as hopefully better than last year's and last year's is pretty good we got yes. good reviews last year so if you missed it You'll want to come out to, to this year's. All right, we'll get things rolling here in just a moment on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. And... uh, Finally got to see some baseball yesterday. Very excited about uh, that. Um, I was really excited going in, Brady, because our pitching matchup had uh, Blake Lutzke against Jacob Turner. Now, Jacob Turner's a guy that we didn't get to see throw as much as we wanted to last year because he had a lot of issues during the season with injuries and things. Um, he went just two innings yesterday, in fact. I think that was the, it looked like that was the plan. Yeah. When he was throwing, uh, he – he was bringing. He didn't look like it was his first start of the year. No, he's he's got velocity. Lutzky, I knew, you know, is kind of a, a soft tosser, um, but he had to really battle. Like, uh, and, and and actually, I, I commented in the in the fifth inning when he was still out there. It's like this is kind of a, a, a gutty performance by Lutzky because he was pitching in traffic all day long. He didn't have any clean innings. 
and yet he gave up six runs yesterday. I think he gave up two earned runs. Yeah, that's the thing that I think there was maybe one hard hit ball off him that I think Luke Ellis had it. One of the Ellis's did hit it hard into left. But besides that, a lot of the St. Clair hits were dribblers or flares out just just over the infield's head. There weren't many people squaring him up, but defense was the the reason why St. Clair was able to take it because Mooney just made a few too many errors and something that's very uncharacteristic for them. Yeah, four errors by Mooney and three of them were made by Lutzke on bad throws. Um, it, it was a, a, an interesting game because at uh, times it was kind of sloppy, but here are, here are just some numbers and then you can kind of maybe from that see what kind of a game it was. So we mentioned Mooney made the, the four errors. St. Clair didn't make any errors. They did have 10 hits. And uh, I made the comment during the game: if they were fishing, they would have thrown six of them back. Um, you know, you know, it was that kind of a day. Nobody was really squaring up the ball, hitting it hard. In fact, I think the hardest hit ball of the game ended up being a lazy fly out because of the way the wind was uh, blowing. But Saints pitchers walked six and hit a batter, and Mooney really couldn't capitalize on that. Mooney stole five bases yesterday and really couldn't capitalize on it. And both teams left eight runners on base. So there was traffic all game long. We didn't have a single one, two, three half inning in the entire ball game. And yet, at one point, it was three to three going into the bottom of the fifth, and it ended up being a 6-3 Saints win. Well, I expect a little more control issues I guess early in the season uh, not being as precise with the first start so that doesn't bother me too much especially with St. Clair who kind of piecemealed it together I don't think they wanted to really push the arms too much early I think Cole pitched what two innings as well uh Cole went uh Cole went three two runs two hits Walk three, struck out three. He was wild his first inning, and then he kind of he, he settled down. I thought he pitched better the second inning than he, that he was in, and then the third inning he was pretty good. Yeah, so the, the control issues aren't anything I would be worried about. Again, you put kind of a just less stock in earlier season games. I know both these teams by ne- the end of next week are going to be much more fine-tuned than they are right now. My observations on Brendan Cole was if he keeps the ball down, he's really effective. When he when he's high in the strike zone, he really misses big time. Like he's he's not high, he's high. Yeah, they're not they're <laughs> not at the chest, they're at the eyes. Yeah. Um and and he had uh, his his catcher had to jump up a couple of times to make sure that uh the the ball didn't get away. And, and it was a day for that uh too. And I think cold has a lot to do with it, but so the, the, the two biggest plays of the game, I said jokingly when we first got in uh, today, I said Eli Lohr went 0 for 3, and that doesn't tell that he had the two biggest at-bats of the game, and the two balls that he hit combined maybe make it all the way to the pitcher's mound because he hit two little dribblers out in front of the plate that made it about halfway to the mound. Um, and on the first one, Lutzke threw wide to first base, and that was the difference between the first inning being one to nothing Saints and in, instead of three to nothing Saints, because yep. that throw let two runs score, and it ended up being three nothing Saints after one, and then again three three game in the fifth, um, a little number out in front of the plate 
Um, and Blake tried to get the out at third, which somebody's got to tell him because there was even with a good throw, he wasn't getting the out at third, and he had an easy out at first. Again, those are things that get ironed out early in the season. Yeah. Those are mistakes you see on April 5th, but not May 5th. Yeah, but that throw ended up down the left field line, and guys that were at first and second when the play started both scored, um, and, and those were the, the winning runs right there. They tacked on another run in the, uh, the sixth. I thought Super threw the ball hard, um, but again, early in the, in the season, um, you know, the, he had a couple of strikeouts, but he also had some wildness. Um, and then John Hurtgum couldn't break a pane of glass with his fastball, and he was the most effective pitcher of the day for either side. Uh, but again, he had base runners, and the game ended on a scalding line drive to the third baseman, Ellis, who turned it into a double play. With you know, the, base, the tying run was at home plate when they turned that line drive double play to end the ball game. Yeah, well, both these teams, I'll well, if the weather holds, I'll get to see again tonight. I'm supposed to be at Marine City Mooney. Not looking great that it happens. Um, I'm sure a lot of you will know by the time you're listening. And then I have St. Clair Northern which will be a fun opener for the Huskies and get get to see two games from the Saints again. Yeah, uh, it, it's going to be a busy week that way. Um, Mooney was short guys, too, yesterday. I should mention that. They only had three guys on the bench. Yeah. So they didn't have a whole lot of options uh, either. Um, the, the hitting hero of the game was actually Jared Cramp. He had the quietest three-hit ball game I've ever seen because it wasn't really until – this morning when I started adding up the, the totals that I even noticed he had three hits. Right. And he had three hits, scored two runs, and knocked in a run. Um, Logan Ellis leading off three walks and a double, scored a couple of runs. How can you do it any better in that position? Um, Cam Bleasdale had two hits uh, in the uh, game and uh, two hits for uh, Brendan uh, Cole, uh, who also had a, a, a sacrifice. Uh, that, those were kind of the – and Luke Ellis had the hardest hit ball for the Saints, a line drive single in the first that knocked in a run. But Was the, the, they correct? scored four runs on throwing errors, so like ten hits, but again, kind of scattered. And not a lot of RBIs. And, and, and not a lot of RBIs, and uh, and again, you, you – if they get traffic like that on the bases, eventually you're going to get some big hits. But they didn't really have that smashing hit yesterday, and yet twice in the ball game they got up by three runs. Was there an extra base hit in the game? Yeah, Ellis had the double. That yes. that was the line drive that fooled Garcia and left. Like it, that's a tough play for an outfielder because it's coming right at you. And his instinct was to take the step in, and it killed him because then the ball shot over his head. Right, because it's slow, but it. It's on such a rope, it's never coming yeah. down. Yeah, okay, it so was a clothesline. Yeah. It just, yeah, it didn't seem like the ball was really flying much yesterday between the wind and later in the game, the cold, and just the fact that both pitchers were pitching really well. Yeah, the it, it was funny. I'm trying to think of who it was. It might have been Essien. Hit one off the end of the bat, and it and it blooped into right for a hit, but, like, all the way down to first, he's shaking his hands, and when he got to first, he's, like, shaking his hands. It, it's like it, it's you're happy you got a hit, but, it, like, you could tell that it just – on a day like that, don't hit it off the end of the bat. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like you said, that cold. The, the beginning of the game was beautiful. Like I was 
you were doing the game, obviously, and I'm going around like, there's no way I'm not going to go see a ball game today. So I, I had to go down, and there was a ton of people there. Yeah, big crowd. I like that. I like that. You know, uh, they're excited at Mooney. Yeah. Uh, their their programs are, are – the, the boys' sports have been really good. Football made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Basketball is in the was in the regionals again this year. And baseball was the runners-up last season, and they're excited about this team. Um, and so they're getting a lot of support. Um, and, you know – St. Clair is – I think St. Clair is excited about their baseball program again well, yeah, this year. Like, not not that they have – basically. Yeah, because it's been a great program. But, you know, this year there, there's a new head coach and they're just kind of a, a, a new – it kind of refreshes things. Not that things were stale at no, all. But anytime something's new, you there's just a little more intrigue. Like, oh, what's this going to be yeah. like? Um, um, and, 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 and again – first game so you want to see what you got yeah let me ask you this do you think in the long run maybe an early season loss helps Mooney just a bit to not that they weren't focused but uh have that like hey you don't come to play you make defensive errors St. Clair's a good team but you go this is a team that lost in a district you can be out just like that is because baseball it's such a fickle game you have one off day in the postseason and your season's done. Well, I mean, what was broken for Mooney yesterday, it, it can be fixed. Right. Just, you know, set yourself, make a good throw, problem solved. You, right, win, with, you win three to two. Yeah, with no with an errorless game, yeah, it's a three to two win. Yeah. Um, and, and with St. Clair, I, I thought for the most part, you know, St. Clair looked pretty good to me. Uh, they, they caught the ball. They made the plays they were supposed to make. Um, again, would you like to see uh, a couple of clutch hits in the ball game? Sure, but I mean, you know, Lutsky again. Lutsky's one of the better pitchers in the area. Yeah, that, 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 that's never, what I mean. You got ten hits off that kid. Yeah, he'll never blow one by you, but he is going to twist you up in knots. The ball is going to break eight different ways. Yeah, I'm surprised no. he doesn't throw a knuckleball. Eight eight hits off Lutzky and two off Supers, but you face two good pitchers. Yeah, Supers another yeah. really good arm for them. So it's um, yeah, it's it's a learning experience early in the season. But yeah, St. Clair, I was I was impressed with them. They don't seem to have at least at the plate in that game one guy that's like, uh oh, you got to get around him. It's just one through nine. It's Look out, they can hit the ball. Yeah, it's solid. Like Logan Ellis got on four times yesterday. Cam Bleasdale, two for four in the two hole. That's pretty good. Your number three hitter, Luke Ellis, hit a bullet line drive single in the first inning. He hit a, a couple of, you know, fly ball outs uh, in the game. Cramp, again, three hits. Hitting fourth. Is he going to hit a bunch of home runs hitting fourth? No, but if he gets three hits hitting fourth, he's going to do some damage this year, don't you think? Exactly. Uh, Cole's got power, and he had a couple of uh, hits. Again, Eli Lohr didn't have a hit, but he was right in the middle of all all the scoring. And you know, Brady, that Eli Lohr is going to hit. Yeah. Um, and, and probably he's one of the bats in their lineup, that, that along with Cole, that's probably got a little power in it. Uh, and, and then you round out with uh, Turner, Ackett's, and uh, Blank started the uh, game, but Essien had an at-bat, and uh, Hurtcomb had an at-bat as well. I don't know what they're going to get from the bottom part of the order, but anything they get at that point is gravy. Yep. Um, and, and, again, uh, the, the guy 
um, who quietly impressed me, and I know you know about Tom Rice. Yes. But uh, the, the Saints only tried to steal one base, and the reason they only tried to steal one base is because Tom Rice threw uh, Essien out by about, what, 20, 30 feet? It was, yeah, he was waiting for the tag to be applied. Yeah, you know, the, the, the scene in Major League where he slides in the second and the guy's like, come on, come on. <laughs> it was kind of one of those. Yeah, Rice is arguably the best catcher in the area. I don't know. I don't know. Now that, yeah, now that Meyer is not here, Tom Rice, may, maybe we could make an argument for Sheffer, but I think throwing the ball, Rice is the best. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, you're right. They didn't try to move too much on, and especially with a softer kind of junk ball thrower, didn't try to move on him. Yeah, and um, and then the other thing, like I said, we, we, we've been telling you, Mooney likes to run. They had five stolen. They were five for five stealing bases yesterday, and the they don't they don't wait around. Like no. the, the 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 pitcher isn't even in his set, and they're already moving. Well, that's the thing with their speed. They, I mean, they have their speed. They can get from A to B quickly, but they also play it smart. They get the reads, they get the jumps, and they know when to attack. Yeah. So uh, again, anything that was wrong with Mooney yesterday is fixable. You know, they just they made some mistakes threw the ball around a little bit, and it cost them basically four runs in, in that uh, ball game. Uh, and I thought for day one, St. Clair actually looked pretty good. Yep. So if, if those mistakes are happening two, three weeks from now, then you can be a little worried. But actually, the, the biggest take I had is both pitchers, pitching staffs are pretty dang good. Yeah. I'd like to see the, the same. The six walks is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, – Again, it was cold, and it was the first game. Um, but all in all, um, I didn't walk out of there going, ah, oh, that was a wasted three hours. I, I walked out of there going, oh, all right. I think think we've got two good baseball teams here. Exactly. So that was, that was a lot of fun, and there's more coming because, uh, again, weather uh, permitting, we're going to be busy the rest of uh, this uh, week, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. Get ready for the warm weather in the outdoors. Alpine Cycles has everything you need to enjoy all those outdoor activities. From bikes to skateboards, longboards, and accessories, they have everything you need to hit the outdoors. Need a new bike? Alpine has the latest models of cruisers, BMX, road bikes, and mountain bikes. And even has the new e-bikes for you to hit the streets. Already have a bike? Is it ready for the season? Alpine Cycles mechanics can get it tuned up and make sure it is ready to go. Need a helmet? What about gloves? loves or shoes alpine cycles has the accessories to make you safe and comfortable for that ride are you a skateboarder alpine cycles carries all the top lines of skateboards and longboards make sure to stop into the board shop if you need to upgrade your gear open monday through saturday 10 to 6 and sunday 12 to 4 stop by alpine cycles today located at 762 huron avenue at the corner of huron and glenwood or like alpine cycles on facebook for all the latest updates When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, Brady's, uh, well, we're hoping. Brady's got uh, a baseball matchup uh, today that could be fun, and I'm really excited uh, for the softball matchup I have uh, today, and I'll be very disappointed if we have to play this game in the rain or if it gets canceled because of rain. Yeah, where do you want to start with? Uh, do you want to start well, with I mean, we, hardball? We, Mooney played yesterday, so let's just kind of roll into now Mooney's got the other half of the East China rivalry as they go to Marine City today. Yeah, and they're going to be down Super and Lutsky because their pitch count got too high, so it should be a fun one. I believe Marine City's opening day, they have... A a nice team coming back. They'll have a good stable of arms. But what I'm more excited to see is how they hit. Because last year, they were the one team that kind of bucked the trend. They won with their offense. Not that their pitching wasn't there, but their offense was their strength. I think that might be kind of the same thing you see this year. Is that they are they're going to try to clobber the ball. They're going to try to hit for power, put it in the gaps, maybe put a few over the fence. And if they play today, I'm going to be very intrigued to see how they do against some of Mooney's pitching. Yeah, uh, this will be interesting. Uh, Mooney was short a little bit. I, I don't know if they'll have any extra guys today than they had um, yesterday. But, uh, again, looking to to see how yesterday's game affected them. Because, again, it was basically two plays in that ball game for them. Otherwise... Were they great? No, but they were okay. Um, and they're one and one on the uh, season. They had a good opening uh, game, um, and it'd be be real interesting to to see who they're throwing today and how again how they do against yeah, like you said, a solid Marine City lineup with guys like Tigert and Walker Haslop. and Haslop. Um, Tetler is just an, an athlete. Like I just have Tetler bunt all the time and then have them try to throw him out right <laughs> that's not the way they play it but because he can hit yeah, distal wrath's in there too distal wrath like yeah. uh yeah they, they've got an, an intriguing uh, lineup as you said their question is going to be how well are they going to pitch right um, they might be winning games eight to six instead of four to two we say that and this is a team that threw a no hitter last year yeah, as a staff uh, yeah uh and and, and again um, it, it was, that was a weird one. Cause that was in the rain too. And they didn't even celebrate. It was so cold and, and such a terrible day that I remember that going, it's a no hitter. And like, I'm the only one at the ballpark who's excited. Parents are all putting their stuff away <laughs> and like, running yes, to the cars no. <laughs> and the players are like, let's get off this field right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, um, 4 PM first pitch for that one. And, uh, yeah. That's 
that would be a fun one. Dennis, I'm really hoping you get to see yours today. Yeah, St. Clair at Algonac in uh, softball. Um, <clears throat> Coach Blum over at Algonac, one of the assistant uh, coaches to Coach Perkins, um, sent me over the roster, and it had last year's stats on it. And I read out loud Ella Stevenson's numbers from a season ago, and Brady was like, wait, wait, say that again? 575. She hit 575 with 19 bombs and 69 runs batted in. And we looked at each other going, oh, they play 25 games? So somewhere, even if they played 30 games, that's still ridiculous. You're saying she hit a home run and at worst two out of every three games on average? Think about 570, and that's the batting average. That doesn't include walks. That doesn't include getting hit by pitch. Her on base, I would have to guess, was probably 650 or higher, well, uh, which there, is ungodly. Th- there were two players last year where it seemed like it didn't matter, me or you, if we went and we watched that team's games, that player hit a home run. Allie Shagney at Northern. Mm-hmm. Every time we did a Northern game, Allie ran into one. Uh, and every time I did an Algonac game, Ella Stevenson hit a hit a home run. And I think every time you saw him, she did the same thing. I, I only saw them once or twice, but yeah, she has the power. She has such a clean swing. And 19 home runs in a season, I would bet before this hitting revolution of the last couple years, there were a lot of schools that that would be the career home run record. Not just... The single yeah. season. Yeah. And uh, she's a junior. And, she, and she's a junior. And then uh, St. Clair, uh, I'm very excited about because Claire Borg uh, and Avery Paul, uh, uh, I know what Claire Borg can do. Right. I've seen Claire Borg hit and pitch. Um, and, and Avery was hurt a lot last year. But they're very excited about the one-two punch, both pitching, because they both – throw hard and they throw strikes they're strikeout power pitchers and then obviously uh they're going to probably hit three four in that lineup and they're in scoring position in the on deck circle yeah and i'm interested to see who who pitches because you know they both have really talented arms yeah i I, i'm guessing the the opener um I, I guess I'm thinking Borg is the ace with Paul a very close I mean, second. One A, one B. But, I, but I, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to see Bomarito against Borg at least to start this this game uh, today. Uh, and uh, and yeah, when, when we speak about bats, uh, Emma Bomarito will only be a sophomore this year, and as a freshman, she was a murderer. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is fun. This is exciting. Plus, there's the unknowns about both these uh, teams. Did you know both sides are going to have players that we weren't expecting to be big-time players that are? I mean, again, for St. Clair, you also have players like Saros coming back, Julia Schweighoffer's back, Cole. I mean, there's going to be other players that, again, step up that we're going to go, oh, I wasn't expecting this, and on Friday's show, if they play, we're going to be raving about them. Yeah, um, Maddie Cole is one I, I think I'm going to keep my eye on this year, especially at the uh, the plate, because around about the, the middle of the season 
last year, she started hitting the ball hard and with power. Um, and, and that that's a bat that's exciting. Uh, and she played a pretty good third base, too, um, last year. Another, there's a change at the top for St. Clair uh, as well. They've got a, a new uh, head coach uh, this year. So um, we'll see if their philosophy changes any. Um, but, again, these are two teams where certainly we can circle up and down both lineups a lot of players that we really, really like, and we think both these teams are going to be good. We certainly think Algonac is going to uh, threaten for a BWAC title, and that's saying a lot when you consider Richmond is in the BWAC. And Almont. And Almont uh, and a whole lot of other really solid uh, teams. That there, there aren't many off days in the BWAC. No, no, no. We talked about that at length last show. So. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, St. Clair is in the white uh, this year. They, they, they've they gotten out of the red. Not that the white is a cakewalk, but uh, the, that's going to be interesting, and, and we love that we get the league rivalry between them and Marysville. Yes. Unfortunately, we lost the league rivalry with Port Huron, Marine City, and Marysville, and Northern. Yeah, because they, they were all in the same league last year. Yeah. So, and they, and those three teams are still together. Right, but Mary's it was nice knowing that like out of the every blue. Tuesday we had one combination of one of those two teams. <laughs> yes, um, and and we had uh, a, a lot of fun uh, last year with those games. Later in the uh, the week, by the way, I'll uh, see Marine City's uh, girls softball team. They've got a, a doubleheader at home against Cross Lex. I'll see Saint Clair quite a bit this week. Because after they play Algonac, they play Northern, mm-hmm. and we've got that game. And then on the uh, the weekend, they're in a tournament uh, down at uh, Gross Point uh, North. They'll play Livonia Franklin and Gross Point North. And because their schedule is so many road games, we just figured, yeah, it's a Saturday. I'll go down there so that we can get some more Saints softball on there. Cause... Right. Trying to fit it in because there is, like you said, a lot of – this is road games, and this week there's a lot of rain that's supposed to come, of course, for Friday and Saturday, too. Yeah, because you're, you're killing me, Weather. But you know, what are we complaining about? We knew it was – it's yeah. always like this. Yeah. So, like, it, every it's one, one of those Once you know. every, like, four or five years, we'll get spoiled with a spring where April starts out and it's, like, 55 and sunny the whole time, and teams are having tryouts outside. Yeah. And, and then you're like, oh, this is what it can be. And then it's like, all right, well, that's all you get till. And then in June, when the playoffs starts, it rains. <laughs> it flips on you. <laughs> yes, it does. So, anyways, um, so really exciting week. And Brady's got after today, you've got all double headers the rest of the week. I do, I do. Uh, tomorrow, I will be at. Well, hope to be at Northern. I think tomorrow's supposed to be decent weather for St. Clair Northern. Two six-inning doubleheaders. Friday, I have Yale at Port Huron in softball. Get two games in on a Friday and Saturday. Get started early at 10 a.m. Yale at Northern. Another Husky baseball doubleheader. All right. We'll uh, we'll take another break here. Still have another segment to uh, come here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phaa.com. And our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Um, so we, we kind of jokingly uh, were kidding around with the coaches yesterday because you had Mooney and St. Clair in baseball, and I'm like, ah, first game of the season, let's play 3-2 count um <laughs> oh there it is and and, and uh, you know and, and actually and actually um nick black st Clair said we might as well <laughs> he says we're going to be playing a lot of it coming up because like they have a game with brother rice on their schedule oh, okay and and they've got some i think other, they have and, catholic and, central too yeah he's like he was kind of joking he's like i feel like we're in the catholic league and we're going to play it when we play mooney at their place um because they've got a rematch game coming up later on uh, as well but again this is a rule that like i like it and i don't like it like from a broadcaster's perspective and a fan i love that it can really speed the game up mm-hmm. i like that at the high school level it can save arms a lot of pitches right which i think is a good thing but again also traditionalists aren't going to like it. Um, it can also, you know, if, if you've got a wild pitcher and he only has to throw three balls to right. one guy, it can make a game go longer, <laughs> maybe. Well, but I just – it's it's a rule that I don't mind. Like, I like it more than I dislike it, and I'm just interested in your thoughts. Here's where I've kind of settled on this from last year and us talking about it. Whatever you want to do in your league, if you want to keep it traditional, fine – I, I think that's probably the way to go. Unless you're the Catholic, League, you've done it for a hundred years. Keep it going. But like, if the MAC wants all their league games to be like that, fine. Now, Northern Yale plays a doubleheader Saturday. Why not have that a three-two count? Why not start one and one? That way, you don't have to burn through arms especially the smaller schools when you get into these Saturday games. The goal for them is to maybe to get more kids in, play extra games, but with the pitch count limits, you don't want to have them inflated. You still want to maybe have some guys ready for the next week. I think the leagues, I mean, I'm fine with having it traditional. No problem with that. I actually kind of prefer it for games that, I guess, count towards standings and, and playoffs. But non-conference games, so instead of doing what Northern and St. Clair are doing with a six-inning doubleheader, just make it a 3-2 count, and it probably evens out to about the same because when you do the 3-2 count, you limit the pitches for everyone. So if pitcher A is only throwing two or three innings, pitcher B is only throwing two or three innings, now instead of three full innings, it's three one-in-one innings, and maybe you keep them under one extra threshold and you get them back a day sooner, and especially early in the season, you can keep the pitch count down. Like, How many pitches do you think it really saves over the course 
of, of a ball game. Probably more than you think because batters also come up swinging at the first pitch. There aren't guys sitting in there waiting till a strike's thrown. Yeah. So more than you might think, uh, I'd say through, let's say, through six innings, a kid's usually at 100. I bet you if it's a one-and-one one count, he's somewhere between 75 and 80. Yeah. I'd say it probably saves 20% of a uh, – of a workload throughout the course of a game, uh, and and it again, I'm more like yeah, let's be uniform, and if whatever we're going to choose, let's do it. Um, so I'm for like if if we have to play three strikes, four balls, then everybody should have to play it all the time, as opposed to like we pick and choose. Because I don't, I I think to to that extent, we had this conversation last year that. Catholic League pitchers going into the postseason have thrown less pitches than everybody else because of their league games. I feel either be uniform across the board uh, or let's just abolish it because it's the albatross in the room. Yeah, I, again, that's I'm not. we're not going to get into the weeds now with that, but I think that for non-conference matchups when you're playing doubleheaders, you don't want to have to get to your eighth, ninth pitcher who's probably don't pitch use that save a few arms and it's not really i don't think that much of a of a big deal this is a rule that i like um and i we've never actually talked about it i don't even know that you have an opinion on it or have given it a thought neither team did it yesterday um the the nine position players all played and all hit um, but it's the DP rule, the designated player, which is basically a DH, but they call it the DP because he doesn't hit for the pitcher. He can hit for anybody in your lineup. Well, it's, yeah, it's like in softball, it's the designated player, but in baseball, they just call it the DH, and you can DH for anyone. Yeah, so like if you've got a great catcher who can't hit his way out of a wet paper bag, you can DH for the catcher. Or if you've got a a, a a really speedy outfielder who can run down everything but, again, can't hit his weight, you can hit for that player. And if you've got a slugging pitcher, you can let your slugging pitcher hit as, as well as pitch. So the this person can hit for anybody in your lineup. And I, I like the, the rule simply because it just gets – more kids into the game you, you, you know I, I wouldn't want to be the the kid on defense that doesn't get to hit but you're still in the game you're still playing and there's another kid sitting on the bench who knows that every few innings he's going to get to the plate and get some swings I've always liked this rule well, I don't know school, if you had a thought on it usually some of your best players pitch and hit so that's part of it though the funny thing was is last year in Major League Baseball with Shohei Otani becoming the sensation. I looked it up because I wasn't sure if you could do that in Major League Baseball. I know, and I found out that you have to DH for the pitcher there. Yes. Because I was thinking that you could put someone out in right field or center field who's a really good defensive player but couldn't hit his weight. Um, but, no, I, I like it in high school. I like being able to kind of mix and match. The only thing, though, is sometimes when you're doing the lineup, you have to, like, kind of, okay, there's the catcher, there's the first base, and figure out who they're DHing for. But Well, like um, – It plays the kids' skill sets better. You, you can get around it in Major League Baseball. Well, they have on, a new rule now that you can hit the pitcher, and then when he comes out, you can put the DH in. 
Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the but the 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 old way that you you did it was you just put your DH in on defense. Like you you write your lineup. He's your DH. Then the first inning starts, and you take your first baseman out after a pitch. Put your DH in at first base, and the pitcher has to bat now in the ball game. Right, and he would hit for wherever your first baseman was, your original first baseman was in the lineup. Right, he would hit. Uh, so that's a way that you you could uh, do it. But uh, again, yeah, they've changed the rules. The National League's finally gone to the DH, and I love baseball again. Yeah, universal <laughs> DH is good. But no, I I like that for for high school. It makes coaches think a little more, and some kids who maybe can't hit but have a, a vacuum of a glove, good range, you find, like you said, you can get 10, 11 kids involved in a game. Yeah, I, I just it, – it, it's a rule that, that I kind of thought was kind of a cool rule. Um, I, I, I like offense. I like getting the best hitters to the plate as often as you can because that's the kind of ball that I like to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just uh, I, I th- I've always thought that that was kind of a a cool rule. I knew it would never go at the higher levels, but for high school, I just that that's one of the ones where I look at that and go, oh, that's a smart rule. And especially in softball, I mean, you you'll see anyone from the center fielder. I've seen a first baseman be DH'd for last year. It's yeah, and it's just knowing your team and the personnel, and it makes uh, the the little chess moves in baseball that people love so much. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, those were just a, a, a couple of uh, things that uh, I, the three two pitch we we've talked about before. Um, I don't know. Pitch counts are kind of a, a no brainer to me in baseball. They don't have them in softball. I've seen girls pitch all three games uh, of, of a triple header in a tournament before, and they're throwing the ball just as hard in the third game as they do in the first game now pitch count they might be able to bump it up a little bit um you that wouldn't require a little more nuanced discussion because i believe the limit's 105 now maybe you make it so if you're a senior a junior or senior you can go to 115 or 120 because and that's something that you know bad coaches will exploit that don't care that just want to win that will throw their pitchers forever. Um, but you get a guy, like I'm sure Turner by the end of the season or or anyone on Mooney's staff, for example, once they get going, they can get to 115 and be just fine. But I would rather keep it a little lower and protect the arms than raise it and, and risk injury for some of the players and coaches that don't take it as seriously. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm I'm pretty good with it. I like the delay steal in softball. Um, I I think it gives you at least a chance. If they had leadoffs in softball, the bases are so close, you wouldn't throw. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't even have a chance ever to throw anybody out. It's it's hard when you when you gun down a runner in softball, you've made a good play. Oh yeah, especially with some of the speed we see in our area. Yeah, um, and you know, again, if you've got the ninety foot bases, then it becomes a dumb roll and you need to let the kids lead off or you'll never see a steal. Yep. So anyways, uh, those are just a couple of things that were kind of on my mind as we hit the baseball and softball uh, season. And because we haven't had a whole lot of games, so there wasn't a whole lot else to talk about. Hopefully by Friday we'll have just a, a swarm of games. I know Marysville Croslex baseball has already been canceled for tonight. And I'm hoping that we have a bunch of scores and a bunch of stats to give you by Friday. And Elmont Marysville keep flipping, floopy flopping their 
game around. I think it's softball that's got a doubleheader this week. Last night, it was originally scheduled for Marysville. Last night, they moved it to Elmont, and now they're saying it's going to be at uh, Marysville City Park. All right. Sure. <laughs> so, and, and my informant is usually pretty good on these things, so. All right, well, they'll play two games somewhere. They'll play two games somewhere, and that actually is an interesting matchup. That's one I'm going to be very excited to see the results. Of. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. Elmont can hit, but Marysville is so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see how Marysville bo- – I, I, I'm very interested to see how they bounce back with a lot of the same players, but, again, some key pieces gone. All right. Um, we will. Uh, what what day is today? Today Wednesday. is Wednesday, so we'll talk again on uh, Friday, uh, and hopefully the weather will cooperate, and we'll have something to talk about on Friday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.